welcome to River City Media and very, <clears throat> a very special show that took us a while to get it arranged <laughs> because it's hard to get basketball coaches during basketball season. That's true. And especially ones with, uh, you know, three kids who are also basketballing and, uh, you know, everything just kind of crazy. But thank you guys so much for having me. Well, we've got Coach Powell from Five High School. And of course, we've got Howie Chaney over there sitting in the palatial state in Sylvania, Alabama. <laughs> so Coach Powell, of course, I've already said it, one of my favorite players of all time, <laughs> a multiple time state champion. Howie, when was the first time you heard about Heather and her playing skills? Oh, it was probably Don't tell the year. <clears throat> no, no, probably the sixth grade, seventh grade, somewhere in there. Uh, you know, she's became a varsity starter in the seventh grade, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and, you know, small county, but word got around quick about you know this up and coming phenom of a basketball player. That's great. Let's not mention the year because I was already working a full-time yes. job <laughs> at two full-time jobs and graduated college. So y'all feel young yeah. uh, to me. They didn't realize that uh, Randall's social security number is 0001. Something like that. Uh, well, Coach, when you started playing at such an age to make the varsity team, mm. what was that like? You were five, six years younger than some of those girls on those teams. Sure. Um, and, you know, and I'll have to say, you know, just Coach Cochran, as far as bringing me up with basketball, uh, I also played volleyball and uh, softball coming along those years and had some tremendous coaches, tremendous teammates that, that were very, um, you know, humble and gracious as far as, you know, uh, offering me a spot, you know, within the group. And, uh, you know, I just really um, came from Grove Oak. A uh, small little place, you know, uh, barely graduating with any kids, you know, in sixth grade and uh, came up to five and uh, which is not terribly big, but it's big for a grow boat gal. Um, so, you know, it was a it was a transition, but definitely it, it was something that I'd always wanted, you know, and I'd watched Jody, uh, Jody Gillan, like Kayla and then their cousins, you know, and the Worleys, Leslie uh, and uh, and all those gals and, and, and Jana. Uh, Simmons used to be Godwin now and uh, have watched them just be phenomenal on the floor, um, you know, and win a state championship right before uh, I got to come to five. So really just to have a part in a program that was like that was uh, kind of just a fairy tale uh, to me, you know, it was already up and coming. And uh, as a young woman, you know, in the late eighties uh, in Alabama, that was, you know, it, it was, it really was on the brink of just really, uh, coming of age, kind of, so to speak, right. you know, uh, some, you know, Tennessee, a little bit ahead of us and some of that, that kind of a respect, but, uh, you know, it was a great time and a great place to grow up. And, uh, you know, the Lord knew exactly where to put me. Uh, and I wanted to be, uh, involved with sports and, and, in just a, an absolutely wonderful community, you know, to, to grow up in. You know, there's not many people in this world that can call fight the big town. That's right. <laughs> Unless you come from Grove Oak. That's exactly right. One question we'll start with is um, that competitive environment in the late 80s, early 90s on Sand Mountain, mm -hmm. and, and, and it carries on to this day in Absolutely. basketball. It's a special, special place, kind of a little dot in the map where basketball yeah. is, is as important as football in a lot of places. Now, 
Coach Benefield hear me say that, he'll yell at me. But yeah, I was gonna say, now don't don't let him know that you've said that for sure. Right. But <laughs> he might have he might have a few choice words to say about it. But he can't say too much because he married Jody, uh, you know, Jody Gillan, and she was yeah. uh, Benefield now, of course. But uh, she was on those first teams that were you know so so good, and uh, so she'll she might snatch him up by the ear or something uh, if he talked too badly about it. But um, you know, it, it is, um, you know, Sam Mountain, it's, well, you can look, you know, I mean, just the recent state championship yeah. uh, teams and the runs that, that people have made. And, uh, you know, even if it wasn't, they didn't win the state, it'd be in the final four or the elite eight, you know, it's a, uh, it's a special place. And if you're coaching here, it's a really tough place. <laughs> you know, uh, it's one that you love, but also one that you hate to, you know, to say, whew, gosh, you know, our area is so strong or, you know, our region is so strong. It's, it's amazing, really, you know, with our boys' teams and girls' teams uh, now, you know, what, what they've been able to accomplish in the last several years. It's, uh, you know, for, for, for a small place, like you say, kind of a, you know, a map dot kind of cities or communities or whatever, it's, uh, it's been really an amazing for all these programs. So the saying was that when we, they used to play the finals down at the Birmingham Jefferson Center, mm -hmm. I, had a, I had one of the announcers say, if you get out of DeKalb County, you get to come to state because it seems like there's three or four teams yeah. every year there. So, absolutely. How we, uh, I'll let you pick up there because I know you're going to ask her the question. Where <laughs> I've already prepped her. So go ahead, <laughs> get started. So we get down the line. Uh oh, okay. Yeah, you know, starting off at an early age and all that, did you actually have any type of pregame ritual that you did then and also now as a coach? Well, I think, you know, we all have those little quirky things that we do um, or like the good luck things, even though, uh, you know, a lot of us might not believe in good luck, but it's just uh, a familiar kind of a thing that uh, it, it's like having a, a foul shot routine. You know, it's not it's not a good luck thing, but it's like a it's a ritual. It gets me kind of calm and it's it's kind of what I do. You know, of course, I've always loved music my entire life. And my dad is a huge music lover and. Uh, you know, we would listen to different kinds of growing up, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I kind of carried that on to the sports avenue, I guess. But one of the goofiest things I guess I did was uh, I always had um, two pieces of green extra, the, the chewing gum. And I would take one of them, of course, put it in my mouth, chew, you know, I, I was a big chewing gum gal. Um, and then I would take one and, you know, we had the long socks back in the day, uh, you know, so it was about that time you started kind of scrunching them down a little bit, I guess. And I would take one of them and put it right in the top of that. And I would turn it under like, so no, nothing got to it, but it was like my extra gum. I never chewed it, <laughs> but you know, it was just like a ritual. I had it there in case I needed it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So that's one of the goofy things I guess I did. And, uh, you know, aside from like the regular stuff of just kind of getting that game face, the game mode, you know, um, different things that I ate. My dad would make sure if it's a big game, you know, it's more of a hamburger steak or baked potato kind of a thing, um, you know, and uh, and never I'm not a big napper anyway. I don't I don't do a lot of naps, but he would always, you know, make sure that I just got to get a shower, got to wake up, you know, going back to the game, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we, we did all that kind of thing, handle the ball a little bit before you get out there. And, but uh, the silly, the silly parts, I guess it was, uh, you know, the, that green extra chewing gum. <laughs> well, you got washed a few times. 
How you got another follow up? No, I mean, I just said it made made you feel better before the game because you got that ritual in, and uh, you know, like when I played, I would always sleep with the basketball the night before the game. Absolutely, yeah. Just one of those things that I've done, and uh, yeah. also slept on the couch most of the times. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the deal was, but I just felt better by doing that stuff. Yeah, well, and I, you know, oh my goodness, how many times I've gotten in trouble late at night because <laughs> uh, I had the basketball up, you know, shooting it while I was laying in the bed and it was making that sound. And, you know, eventually my mom or dad, would, usually my mom would come in and go, put that thing down. You know, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> You're not going to be able to play at all, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, we all get that, you know, just makes us feel comfortable, you know, and even as an adult, I'll laugh, you know, going back to things like um, if I'm really worried about something or if I've had a bad day or just, you know, whatever it is, if I can just get in a gym, you know, yeah, get a ball in my hands for a minute or, you know, sometimes now I also clean. It's a weird thing. I know, <laughs> but if I'm really worried, I may, I may start cleaning or doing something like that. But, but really just, it's one of those, just you've been there so many times and it's been such a comfort all of your life. You know, if you can just get in there and, and shoot a few hoops before, you know, before school or before practice or, or just, you know, on a Sunday or, you know, whatever after church or, uh, you know, it's just a very um, it's a common feeling. Coach, that that's a perfect lead into the next question I was going to ask you. You would later in your career at Jacksonville State lead the NCAA in three point shooting. And I remember at a very young age, you had a developed form you really didn't you didn't skip on form you always was a form shooter when did you learn how to shoot and who taught you to shoot that manner well thank you first of all that's very uh, very much a compliment um you know uh, again i guess that's one of the things you know you learn to do to start with uh shoot dribble you know uh, all that kind of stuff uh, draw your eyes up you know make those passes uh, shooting, though, for sure, uh, you know, in ball handling, you can do on your own a lot of times, even shooting without a goal. You know, like I said, laying in the bed, just shooting it up uh, or off the, the the wall, the brick side of the house, you know, whatever, um, uh, in the driveway. But uh, my grandfather was a basketball coach as well and loved basketball. Um, he was a principal and uh, played basketball growing up as well. And uh, he had an old shed up from his house and, and he would walk up through there my dad of course constantly it was you know i was big daddy's girl and uh we were out shooting or, or you know uh just handling the ball or, or throwing the football i was convinced i was going to be like a wide receiver you know for coach house <laughs> or you know like a short yardage quarterback or something like i would run pass routes my dad would throw it you know it's all that kind of stuff and of course um we both love coach house uh, to death and just uh, you know, I'm sure dad, I'm sure they got some giggles out of it as I was growing up, you know, thinking I was going to have that, uh, that career, I guess, or whatever. But, uh, but, you know, my grandpa, he, he spent a ton of time with me up there, uh, in the shed, just shooting and, uh, and developing really, uh, and trying to perfect, you know, you never reach perfection, but, uh, but just trying to perfect that form, you know, and it was always, you know, you start close in and you perfect it before you take a step back and you perfect it before you take a step back, you know? Um, and that's something I've had to really say on my kids, my personal kids <laughs> about, and, uh, you know, our ball kids and stuff. And just, just, 
you know, the kids that we have coming into the programs where we've been, you know, don't start out at three point line. That's not, you know, that's not, that's not going to do what you need to do, you know, get in here. Um, and even through my college career and, and today, really, if I get out there and shoot, um, you know, I start in at about three or four feet and, and in college, I would make myself, you know, hit and coach Cochran was big with this too, like carrying on to the next step. But, you know, you got to hit 10 in a row from this spot without touching right. them, without touching anything, you know, it's got to be perfect. And then, uh, you know, you move on out. So I think it's really just, it, it's something you spend a lot of time on your own developing, but I definitely had those people in my life that, you know, that helped me to see the importance of every step. Well, I had a blip on my radar. I'm glad you kept talking. Yeah. Kind of locked up real fast. Howie, do you have a question now? Yeah, just, you know, you walk into the uh, Cochrane Gymnasium there at five and look left and there's the picture up on the wall. Your accomplishments and all that. Has any of your players challenged you to game a horse or one-on-one? Or anything like that? <laughs> um, occasionally they like to try to do something like that. I usually do not oblige <laughs> because I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> but I will challenge you to shoot this percentage, you know, or I'll challenge you to pick pick one of those that you want to just just crash, just crush it, just knock it out of the water, you know, just uh, you know, do something or to, to be better than than you know what you've heard. Like I don't I don't like for my kids to watch my film, you know, or anything like that. Back in the day, I'm like, no, stop, no, 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 we don't need to do that, <laughs> you know. But I'll sit down and watch film with you, just not mine, you know. Um, or I'll show you something, you know, or we'll try to develop something else. Um, you know, it's not, I'm proud of it uh, in a respect of what my teammates and I were able to accomplish. The, the position that the Lord put us all in to be on the same team with such excellent coaches in all of our sports. And, you know, the memories that we have and, uh, Absolutely. The traits, you know, the traits that we developed and, characteristics that have taken us through life, um, you know, and, and helped us to persevere um, and helped us to uh, just really value the the relationships that we had. You know, those are the things that, that I'll talk about a lot. Um, I don't talk about with my kids too much about, you know, just the points or the, you know, the rebounds or the whatever. I, you know, I don't say too much about that. Occasionally they'll ask me about it. And, uh, you know, and I try to just hopefully make it like a, a teachable moment, kind of almost. Uh, well, okay, if you if you think it's you know a big deal, or you know, well, how do you, how do you think that happened? You know, how did how did we how were we able to get there? You know, or, or how could you get there now? You know, something like that. But uh, but of course, if we're in a drill or something, and I'm having to shoot it up, or you know, something like that, it's always like coach your fire, you know, or whatever, or <laughs> or. Uh, Coach, you mean to miss that? You know, they're kind of giving me a hard time about it occasionally, something like that. So, so they're fun. I mean, you know, it's always fun to joke around and um, and kind of just have some laughs about it too. Coach, uh, I have a friend who's a, a high school coach now that played in the NFL, mm -hmm. and he says one of the hard things for him to do is put that in perspective for the kids. And that sounds like something you're able to do because he says what he can do is use it as a uh, a teaching lesson, you know, um, for his kids, uh, he often references, it's not the journey. It was the lessons I learned to mm -hmm. get there. Do you ever find, 
Uh, and you had a great career in college and don't get me wrong. There's, there is a, a, a valuable lesson in your college career, but you had one of the best high school careers in the state. Is there ever a moment that you find in your college career, your high school career that you can use as a teachable moment with your kids now? Oh gosh. I mean, there are too many to count. It's, it's insane. You know, um, I just feel like, um, you know, when people are asked, uh, you know, about their purpose in life or, or if they feel like, you know, they have to do something, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those kind of answers. Um, it's not that I think I'm great at anything. I'm not, um, you know, and if the Lord doesn't use me, then, then I'm really not, you know, <laughs> um, but I do think that he's, you know, allowed me to be in certain situations, positions that he's allowed me to, to encounter, you know, and, and even some of those were not the most uh, easy at times and I made mistakes through them. But, you know, now I have that base of information or knowledge, you know, and I try to share that, you know, I, I say a lot for the year, there's one of us in 3A, you know, this year that, that won the state championship, you know, that's it. Well, the rest of us, you know, if you look at all that many coaches and on all the effects and all the lives that they touch every year, you know, how can you look at that and go, well, there's only one of you that's worth a crap. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just, you know, my, I love to win. I do. I'm, I'm ultra competitive. I am, you know, and I have to kind of watch myself <laughs> with other we, things. We knew that in the seventh grade, coach, yeah. you know, <laughs> you didn't realize it. We knew you were um, ultra competitive in well, 1980. I just thought it was normal, you know, <laughs> no. I mean, it's just what we do. Right. But, um, um, and that's how, you know, my parents were so awesome just growing up. And it wasn't just basketball. It was with, with grades or with right. whatever you do, you do the best that you can possibly do. And then you get better for the next time that you're going to do it. Um, you know, and you don't settle. You never settle. Never be complacent with with things, you know. And that's something I think we all kind of juggle, uh, you know, and uh, with with just our Christianity and our worth and just different things, you know, I think there are a lot of lessons of that too. Um, but throughout that whole thing, you know, I think what you come back to is the difference that you make, you know, did I leave this world a better place than, than it was before it encountered me? You know, did I use the experiences that God saw me through? Um, you know, he knew about the mistakes. He knew about the triumphs. He knew, you know, do I use that to help somebody else to grow, you know, and, and to mature. And that's, that's the thing, you know, was I successful ends and losses, you know, and, and I, right. I don't think it is with the games, even though, again, I'm ultra competitive and I do want the W's. I love those. Um, but I think it's, it's really the difference in the relationships and those, those things that really, you know, bring it together. Did I show God's love to the people that I, did I show, you know, did I show them him? And did I help, did I help people, you know, and did I love on them? I, I think that, that's, that's awesome, coach. That is truly who, awesome. Who we are or who we should yeah. be, maybe. And I struggle and I'm terrible at it, but I try and, you know, and I want to be better at it every day and every, every year. And, and coach, um, let's move on a little bit. After a successful career in college at Jacksonville State, you were stop at Sneed State, kind of a little journey you went on. Right. At what point, we talked about it earlier, it wasn't the quickest, easiest path no. to Fife. <laughs> um, 
at, first of all, what point did you realize you wanted to be a teacher? Because as much as I love the fact you're a coach or I love all of our coaches, you're an educator first. Did, did, right. did the desire to coach start or did the desire to be an educator start? Um, that's a tough one a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, I think if you, if you do know my family or people that do, uh, we have a lot of educators in my family. Uh, my grandmother and grandfather both were. My mom is, I have, uh, you know, uh, aunts and cousins and, you know, all kind. there, there's just throughout, you know, chicken farmers and teachers <laughs> a lot, you know, or cattle farmers, you know, whatever. That's kind of what we've done a lot. Um, so, you know, as a teenager growing up, it was almost one of those, I'm not doing either of those two things. <laughs> you know, I'm just going right. on to not do this, uh, you know, but I think, um, and kind of almost tried there for a little while. I actually switched my major in college just thinking, you know, I'm just, I'm not. <laughs> um, but I just think, again, I just think the Lord had a different plan. And absolutely. Um, you know, and I was just drawn back to it. And I've said this a lot of times, you know, I'm, um, I love being in a classroom. I don't, I'm not the greatest teacher in the world. I, I don't make that claim, but I love, I just love being around kids. I love all the kids. It's not, you know, it's not just my ball kids or whatever. I just really enjoy, you know, being around those kids and helping those kids the same way that, that I do my ball kids. You know, it's a different relationship because I don't see them as much every day, but, um, and not probably for six years in a row, you know, like I would a ball kid, uh, maybe that I would have, but, uh, but it's the same love that I have for them, you know, and it's the same enjoyment that I have, or like that, uh, that spark of just like brilliance that happens, you know, when they just wake up and I like, get it and it's, or it's, you know, or they just say, you know, thanks coach or thanks, Miss Powell, you know, whatever. And, uh, that relationship again, you know, I just have, uh, I'm kind of that person, I guess that's, um, that's kind of how I gauge things, I guess, you know, just the relations that we make. And that part is, uh, the most joyous part, I guess, you know, of, I love the, the subject matter and that kind of love learning new things and exposing kids to those things. And, but I think it's, it's that bond that comes up within that, that, that I really love. So really it's kind of both, I guess. I mean, I, I do love the competitive, you know, nature of the court and, and the kids there, but I also love the, the nurturing and the, just the daily kind of get together with the other kids too. Well, I have a 12 year old. That's the next Kurt Cobain in her head. So okay, I, I, I got one completely <laughs> off the beaten path somehow, but, and the Lord did have a different plan. You're married to a coach raising yes. three children. So, you, you, you know, he had to get you where he needed you. So, um, I know. Ooh, God bless both, us. <laughs> go ahead. Finish up coach. I just said, God bless us, you know, <laughs> all yeah, these witches and all these kids. It's crazy. You had a journey uh, from uh, the Tuscaloosa area to different high schools to a stop at Plainview, a, long, a stop at Gunnersville. In, in my prep, I, I read you talked about how hard it was to leave Gunnersville. Um, it's been it's been a career. You know, sometimes people assume here's our All-American that played college sports. We're going to bring her home and make her the coach here. But you you were willing to pick up your family and move around a little bit. And, uh, and, and it's been a journey to get back to Fife. What 
did that early struggle in your career teach you now that you use in your coaching and teaching career? Um, well, I think that's a good question, you know, and I think we all, just like you grow as a player, I think you do the same thing, you know, in your profession and, um, well, pretty much anything in your life, if it's just uh, being a mom or, you know, being a wife. I mean, I hope I don't ask my husband, <laughs> you know, you want to be a better wife, uh, you know, later in it than you were earlier. You know, you grow in everything that you do, especially like my kids. Oh, my goodness. Probably don't ask them for sure um, if I'm a better mom, you know, than I was. I hope so want um professionally the same thing you know i think that you learn those lessons early on and uh maybe even want to go back and say oh guys i'm sorry if you had made those first few years you know or something um uh you know it's a it turned out okay as the ones you know later uh or something like that but <laughs> um you know i think it does it teaches you what not to do maybe uh it teaches you you know you work through things that do work um you grow, uh, you learn, uh, you know, how to, how to talk to people, how to, uh, get the best out of each player, you know, how to, 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 you know, motivate and those kind of things, how to deal with parents and, and just different, you know, just different things like that, that you just, you know, there's not a class for that in college, <laughs> you know, right. there's no, you know, uh, especially, yeah, I was really shy, uh, growing up and, uh, you know, I, I kind of, was always taught like, you know, let your play do the talking uh, kind of a thing. So uh, I was not, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed writing. You know, I, I love to write. Uh, actually, it's one of my majors. I'm an English major partially and um, not a communications major. <laughs> not like, let me talk, you know, I'm not that person usually or was not. Um, you know, I had to get used to that a little bit more doing interviews along the way. But, you know, I think, uh, I think just an appreciation and, uh, you know, as I went again, I, I think the journey through coaching um, was more about, you know, Coach Cochran uh, taught me so much and my other coaches and uh, Miss Briss and I with the volleyball, we were, you know, in the state tournament um, several times, runners up several times and, uh, you know, softball, we were in the state tournament my senior year and, you know, just really having uh, a lot of good AAU coaches even, and, and those kind of things. But having those coaches in my family as well, my dad coached me growing up. My grandpa was a coach and and uh, kind of chimed in there too. Um, you know, I think just really, you know, the ability to, to take all those people, you know, and bring them in and, and to really sell, have them sell out to that one path that you all have to be on, you know. and. Right. And to really go in that one direction together, you know, I think early on it's harder. You know, you're really it's a struggle to get all that to work, you know, together and to bring it together and and to really uh, have a balance in. You know, what is your coaching philosophy going to be, you know, or, or you know, the X's and O's and, and Coach Coffin was so methodical. And so it, it was just insane, like the amount of I mean, he's, he's an exceptionally intelligent man, just in general, um, but also just his basketball knowledge and just the way he would just, you know, dissect everything and and somehow, you know, bring that over to us, you know, um, and it's really amazing, you know, and the, the more I coach, the more I have just, and I had a deep appreciation then, but it's even greater now probably than it was then. Um, but, but just kind of developing that and, and 
your philosophy and, and that persona that you will have as a coach. And, you know, I don't coach like Mike Cochran because I'm not him, you know, I, as far right. as personality. Coach King was here before me and, and I love him, but I don't coach like Steve King because that's not who I am. You know, it wouldn't work for me. So figuring out that, I think, through the early years and really developing that, uh, you know, where it would engage with kids and, and it would be like my niche kind of. All right, Mr. Cheney, you get to see a lot of games from uh, the time clock. Uh, let's move <laughs> on up to uh, to Coach Powell now at Fife, and uh, let's talk about. Will you lead us off? Let's talk about how we're working towards building the program, and uh, not the easiest thing to do in that district you're in to start with. That's a you 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 didn't get the easiest draw from the Alabama State High School Association. So, Allie, lead us down that path, please, sir. Yeah, there was uh, what was it, Coach? Was it three teams from this area that made it to Jacksonville from 3A that you yes. played this season? Uh, it, it can't get no harder than that right there. <laughs> no, uh, no when you look around. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. You know, you, you, you're in the same area with Plainview, Sylvania, and Asbury. Yeah. Then the cross area is Geraldine, Collinsville, um, uh, was it Susan Moore in that cross area? But it's it's several teams that end up making it far in the in the uh, state tournament. And yeah. you played pretty much all of them this year. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not even accounting like the you know the Sam Mountain tournament and all that. You know, with Pisgah and all the you know those teams that we have to play. Uh, you know, facing that. And it's a you know people ask all the time. They're like, you know, who who do you guys play or who you know if they're not from here? And I'm. I'm thinking, well, I mean, just get your state tournament program, <laughs> your Jacksonville program, and I'll show you. You know, uh, it's one of those like, you know, I know we're small town, but I mean, that gun, these these people up here can play now. So, you know, um, it's and it's you know, it's a, a badge of honor to you know to be in this area and to have uh, you know those teams on your schedule. You know, you can say, hey, we're we didn't take the easy road. You know, whatever we get, won't be easy for sure. Um, you know, and it's not in a night out, like you said, in our area, you know, um, Sylvania's in the state championship game, you know, the year before, several really good players back, you know, and Plainview then, uh, you know, gained some players, uh, but they were a force the year before, either way, uh, and they gained some players, got even stronger, you know, and, and uh, of course, then they go to the state this year, and you're just like, you know, geez, you know, it, it, they're in their county tournament. They're in the Sand Mountain tournament. They're in your area. <laughs> so there is no getting away, you know, from, from just some really great competition. There, there are no easy nights for sure. Coach, uh, we um, was was Alabama and Auburn busy when you made your schedule, or could you not get them to play? Yeah, I mean. I know, right? <laughs> oh. Coach, um, as you took over – your programs what are the important things uh, it's easy for me to ask a football coach do you you, you really uh, got to start with the kids as they're younger mm -hmm. and you have to build a program especially at a smaller school sure. so you have to really be active in your junior high program mm -hmm. bring them up at what point do you start now a, diff, a putting a depth chart for two years down the road together, three years down the road? Well, um, with an eighth grade daughter myself, you know, that's in the works already kind of a thing. Um, you know, we, um, 
we started using, uh, and I, I totally agree, by the way. I mean, I think you have to go down into your peewee program. I think that has to be, it has to be, you know, inclusive. I, I don't think Absolutely. it's, there's peewee and here we are. You know, you can't do that. Um, you know, we want those kids in there with us. We want to be like the big sisters, you know, to them. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I do get to see a lot of peewee games because I do have two sons that are in elementary school. Um, you know, I think that's a, uh, it's a plus for me uh, as far as just being around a lot of it. But we also try to, you know, when we can, we have those uh, at least once a week, you know, during the regular season, we try to have, you know, say our, our fifth and sixth grade to come in for an hour or something, you know, uh, into the gym, maybe with some of our kids or, uh, you know, run a few drills or something like that, or, or, you know, have our kids maybe even go and watch, you know, on a Saturday. Um, we'd love to have little kid camps, you know, where we, where we work and they just become familiar, you know, with us. And we don't want to lose away, you know, as far as, you know, they don't know us or they're a little bit nervous or timid, uh, you know, to be here. Because like I said, I know that feeling. Uh, my dad driving me up to the Fife gym for the first time and, and you know, awaiting me is, <laughs> you know, Mike Cochran in there or, you know, and Jana and all these like awesome players I'd seen. You know, that's, again, that's a, that's a little bit like, for a little shy girl, you know, that that's kind of intimidating. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's something to have, again, just the relationship with those little, you know, that are our, our littles is, what, you know, kind of what we call them. But uh, yeah. our, younger, our younger kids, you know, and and to get the excitement there, you know, I think that's what you, you really have to go after is to say this does matter, you know, and here's why, you know, we, we took a look back even, um, you know, toward the end of the year in particular with our varsity kids, uh, we brought in a couple different uh, players from, from way back, you know, um, we got some newspaper articles and some different things, uh, you know, like that, just kind of to, to say, you know, this is, this is the legacy that, that has been, you know, and, and you're now a part of that. And where do you want to take it? And, you know, let's see where, where that, you know, how, how do we get there? You know, what, what, uh, what plan, what plan do we have, you know, to, uh, there's somebody coming in my door. Uh, it's probably one of my kids. But uh, what plan do we have to, you know, to get it there? Like we have this goal, you know, we have this huge goal, like to get back to, to you know, this this big headline in the paper that that once was, you know, or whatever. And you know, I think just the steps that we need to take, and that's something that we want to we want to have, you know, with our with our younger kids too. And we want to say, you know, uh, there are all these this time we want you to come sit on the bench behind us. This is going to be a big night for our sixth grade. Come, you know, come with us and be part of our team tonight, you know, just to bring them in and, and to say, you know, you do matter. You are as important as any other team that we have, you know, and we want you to keep this going. It's a big deal for us that you're here. Coach, um, I, I loved your answer on that. Look, to follow up too, uh, as you grow a program, it, that, I guess that's my question. Yeah. It, what's the difference in a team and a program? Because you want a program and you were part of a program with Coach Cochran and you see the schools that are successful, they yeah. have a program uh, down to terminology. Do you sure. try to use the same terminology all through the different levels of five basketball? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's, that's something that we, we did too. We met with the peewee coaches, you know, we try to have like a Google classroom thing, you know, that kind of thing where, where you say, like you, like you're saying, you know, with the terminology, 
it, it kind of needs to be consistent, you know, all the way up. Or, you know, we need you to learn how to do this, this, and this. You know, these are the fundamentals, like, coming up to this next step. And you do that same thing with your junior high program. These are, you know, this is what you, you want to build. You know, you don't want to take a you know, ninth or tenth grade kid and say, okay, well, you have the ability. Let's throw you in the varsity program, but you don't know anything that we're doing. You know, you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, you don't you don't really know who I am, <laughs> you know, or, or what we believe in as a team, you know, um, and that's why we have we try to be really consistent with with just some the rules and things even like for our program as they come from you know, like seventh to, to ninth to twelfth. You know, we want we want to have kind of the same scheme going, you know, right. it, it's building up. We, do we expect more uh, of our seniors? Yeah, sure. You know, but you, you began to know this a long time ago. You know, that's why we expect a lot now uh, as far as how we conduct ourselves in class, how we conduct ourselves in the bleachers, you know, or on the bus or, you know, what we do on the court, you know, how we conduct ourselves and what we're going to show. We're going to show class. We're going to be fire and competitive and we're going to get out there and bust our butt. But we're going to have class, you know, those kinds of things, you know, and, and along with the fundamentals, I think it's exceptionally important that you establish those and, and you do that early. You know, the weight program and the, the, the work ethic that you expect, you know, all of that stuff, that's all got to come from a young age. And then you get better and better and better at it, you know, and you add more to it and it becomes more, you know, uh, an in-depth kind of a thing. But right. you, you have the, I think it's, you have to, if you want to have a program and not just a good team here or there, you know, that's, you have to have those fundamental steps you know, and they, they build as you go. Coach, um, being at five, uh, I joked with Howie when we set up the interview. Next question coming to you, by the way, Howie. Uh, I told him, I said, when you walk the hallways of five between Coach Benefield and Coach Powell, there's probably state championships laying on every table. Um, <laughs> but seriously, Coach House many years ago established a football program. Right. Coach Cochran, um, does it put a extra sense of um, pressure as a head coach that you have all these, I mean, and we joke about it, but you've, there's a successful football program, sure. a, a historical basketball program. Uh, you talked about it. You played in state championships at, at volleyball. And I, I don't think, I think you finished second like two or three times and, and your softball team was there. I know since you've been gone, they've had successful. Um, mm -hmm. Fife is really a school that has had a lot of success in sports. That's got to be that's got to be a little more pressure uh, when Coach Powell sits down at night. And goes, "Whoa, that's not good enough. I got to <laughs> got to pick it up." Uh, so. Definitely, and uh, you know, and coming in when we did with the whole COVID shutdown. I mean, it it's been. It has definitely been a journey uh, the last two years, for sure. Um, you know, I took the job, left Gunnersville, took the job here. Um, and it was that it was during the shutdown time, actually. Uh, you know, I, I really didn't get to um, do justice, I guess, to, right. you know, to those kids as far as really been getting to sit down and talk with them a lot because everything was shut down. There was there was not a lot of. Uh, you know, and we didn't really know how to do a lot of that at that point either, you know, uh, as far as just just a face to face, like, let's really sit down. Let me just talk to you and explain, you know, that kind of a thing. So 
and coming in, it was kind of the same thing. Mm. You know, it was like, um, well, okay, I need to meet everybody, even though I'm from there. You know, some of them haven't seen me in a long time or I really don't. Like as a coach, it's just different. But it was more of like, well, let's do a Zoom call, you know, kind of right. <laughs> um, sometime that summer. Um, we started to get together. We didn't have team count. You know, that was still illegal or whatever at that time. So um, it was a really weird kind of a beginning. Um, and we had a lot of injuries, just some crazy things that had happened. Uh, so, yeah, in the middle of that first year, uh, I remember, you know, looking at the assistant coaches and just and really just thinking, this is not what, well, you know, we have got to, you know, and we love our kids. They're great. But it was like, you know, we had an immediate, um, we had one or two, the, the twins that had gone to Gaston State the year before. So they had gone. We had one that graduated early that had been a starter or a six, six man uh, who graduated early that wasn't expected. One that had moved, uh, a torn labrum in the second game. Uh Another one that had some issues and we didn't, she didn't get to play most of the year. That was another starter and uh, all state player. So it was just like in the middle of that going, what is going on? <laughs> you know, I don't know. We've got to do better, you know, and we had those some losses kind of accumulating there. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. Um, and, you know, and you and just left a pretty comfortable position at Guntersville. Where you oh, had time to- yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we went down there uh, and, and of course, I love the city, you know, so it was, uh, and it had been, um, during, during the heyday, I guess for it, uh, you know, I was playing and they had had a lot of success and, uh, had been uh, to the state tournament, but not, not a winner at that point, like way back when I played, we won't say when again, <laughs> but, um, you know, we knew, uh, we had some young kids and, you know, it's going in, you have to adjust, you have to kind of fix things the way that, that you're going to run them, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so you have that initial year kind of everywhere, uh, where you, there are adjustments, you know, mm. uh, so we had a lot of that, but we had some really great young kids coming on, had heard rumors of people, you know, some transfers coming in that were going to be huge for us at Gunnersville. Um, so we knew that that was on the upswing and obviously it is, you know, they just won a state championship. So that's amazing. I'm so excited for those girls because I know how hard they worked, um, you know, how ready and how hungry they were for that when we were there. Um, some of the, 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 the MVP of the tournament was a ninth grade point guard for us, uh, you know, varsity starter, another two who, who made the all tournament teams a lot. Um, they were in the eighth grade. We brought them over from the middle school and, uh, you know, had to wait for them for practice and that kind of thing while we were there. Um, but ended up, you know, starting for us and we knew that that was the future was going to be really, really bright. Right. Um, and it had not been for the years before. So it was going to be a really good situation as far as, you know, the desire was there to have the great program, but it wasn't that like on your back kind of a, a pressure, you know, where you do kind of feel more of that, you know, here. Um, I can walk in the gym any night and look around and probably find, you know, seven to 10 state champions. You know, and you just go, and that's just like the women's teams. I'm not talking yeah. about even necessarily, you know, football. That's, you know, that would be, be way more than that, you know, in, in our student section and stuff like that and uh, on the floor, you know, or whatever. So that's, um, yeah, that's a lot of pressure for sure. But again, I think you look at it like, you know, we try to tell our kids not just the, the pressure, not to feel that, but to feel the pride that she Absolutely. Comes. 
you know, and, and to, to know that people care. They do care about what you do. They do care about what you're involved in and, you know, that they're going to support that and that you will have somebody in your corner. You know, that was something coming back uh, here that it was like, you know, one family, we're going to fight together. We're going to, you know, we're going to cheer together. We're going to, we're going to gather around and, and the morale and stuff just kind of um, coming back. And, and with that expectation, pressure, but also, like I said, the pride. And I think you just focus on that more. Well, coach, um, you have, uh, you have to take some pride in what happened at Gunnersville after you left and feel like you laid some of that foundation. So I'm sure it's a, it's a great level of self, uh, satisfaction to you. Well, um, thank you for saying so. Um, definitely. I think, you know, we were the beginning maybe of some of the things that was needed, uh, some parents there really, uh, and administration really played a huge part in trying to change the culture. You know, it was time and, uh, we did play a small part. I do think, you know, coach Hill has done an amazing job. I talked to him as he was taking the job and or thinking about it. And then, you know, after he had taken it and, um, now I've congratulated and text some of those parents and stuff too. Um, you know, those girls, I, I mean, I just cannot tell you how exceptionally proud I am for them and of them, you know, that they really stuck with it, that they went in, they put in the work that they believed, you know, uh, yeah. in themselves and each other. And just to see that to fruition, I think is just, it's just amazing. You know, what, what can happen when everybody really gets on the same page and really just pours into something. We've got about 15 more minutes here and we're going to let you go. We told you we wouldn't hold you over an hour, but the last 15 minutes, Howie and I like to do a little something different. Lot in the mode. Um, Howie, coming to you for the next question, but we just want to get some reactions and maybe talk about some folks that played a part in your career up to now. And, sure. and one thing about having embedded Howie there, he knows all the right names to say, um, yeah. <laughs> so he, he can, he can, he can hit them all for us, but let's relax a little bit and, and just run through some of the people that one, we want to thank you may want to thank. And there's no saying it takes a, a village to raise a kid. It takes yeah. a village to get you ready to be a head coach too. So well, that's true. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to run through some of those. Howie, do you have some names you want to throw out there real fast? First of all, I want to go back to when you said that they won or got runner-up a couple years in volleyball and talk about Heather's expression. It went from happy to, like, competitive mode again. Like she yeah, said. I saw that. I, I just was poking a little bit to see if I could get it. She's so humble about all those state championships. I had to do something to keep right. that, that competitive edge. Yeah. Because we'll pretend she's not here right now. She was in the seventh grade, and I was calling a game – and I hit the late Leroy Stancil, God rest his soul, that supported high school sports. And and I went, she's cut from a different mold, didn't she? And he was like, yeah. So uh, we well, saw it then, people, Coach. Most people would say, yeah, she's a weirdo, you know? My <laughs> <laughs> number uh, one fan was me. I'll just tell you, I, well, you played you. with intensity, Coach. And I think a lot of kids, if they find that intensity, would find another level to their game. So, Howie, fire it off. A quick story about her playing volleyball. Savannah was holding yeah. volleyball county tournament either her junior or senior year, and she yeah. was scheduled to take the SAT that day. Word got out that she was going to be running late, 
and the other teams was flying through the games to hurry up to get get through before. Oh she goodness! Do you you remember taking the SAT on that on the? I do remember. Yeah, I mean it was yeah. you know because it's always in the middle of something crazy like that, <laughs> you know where and now it's like you know if I know that my kids, the basketball kids, are going to take the ACT or SAT, whatever. You know, on a Saturday, I'm thinking, please don't let us play that day. We're going to have to move the game because we're all going to be brain dead. You know, it's one of those days where it's just, oh, you know, and they come in like in a glaze, like kind of a look, uh, one of those. But um, and, and we want them to do well. So it's like, you know, you want them to have that experience and be able to do it. But then you're thinking, oh, they're not going to remember anything we're doing out here, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're all in like bubble mode or something. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a definite uh you know, of course, you're struggling, trying to get back, and you're running, and uh, and it's one of those, like, you walk in, <laughs> it feels like everybody's, like, sad you're there, <laughs> or something, you know, it's just a different kind of a feeling, um, but, yeah, uh, but the, there's the, a lot of intensity on the volleyball court, too, for sure. Yeah, the feeling that day was everybody was like, hey, if we hurry up and get done, we can, you know, somebody else got a chance to win besides five because Heather's not there. That's not true. No, my teammates are great. My coaching teammates are great. It it was the fact that everybody thought they had a better chance without you. Uh, I don't know. As soon as you walked in, it was like the air went out of the gym. (laughs) I seem to recall kind of a – Yeah, yeah. You realize, well, we're playing for second place now. Who wants second place? No, no. It's ironic. They do the same thing with me at the buffet. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so the first thing I want to bring up, I'll give you a second to think about, is uh, Luke Powell. What does he mean? Luke Powell. Let me think about that name. Hmm. She might know him. <laughs> I do know him. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's a funny story with him, too. Um, you know, he's he's younger than I am. I will not say how much, but he is. Um, and... Well, a couple of different stories. He actually was there, um, you know, the scoring record night or whatever. It was at Plainview. Um, and he was actually at the game uh, and came up like in a, like a long line or whatever after the game. He kind of stood there. A lot of people were coming in to, you know, just take pictures or just whatever with us or me or whatever. Anyway, and he was in the line and we joked about it later. Well, I was like, you stood in line for me, you know. <laughs> It was one of those, um, you know, he's probably like with a buddy or something or something like a, I don't know, whoever. Hey, it makes me feel a little about, I think I stood in that same line. That <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, then he played football against my brother. So, and he was older than my brother. So he was kind of in between the two of us. And uh, so I remember Plenty was really good at that time, you know, and he's, he uh, actually didn't start, he was a basketball guy until he was a junior he played two years of football. Well, he ends up, you know, in this crazy decade of like a bajillion wins or something. And he's an all-state safety and he's a starting quarterback. And so it's like, well, and I just remember they ran the ball a lot. You know, he would take off with it too a lot of times. And and I remember my brother being like eighth graders on it. And and Luke was a senior. And of course he was like the hoss or whatever, one of them. And he's taking off down the field and I'm just in the stands at five going, Creaming, like get him, <laughs> and we have dived left. I'm like, look, just a little bit of a confession. Had they done what I wanted them to, you might not have been here for me to marry. <laughs> because I was getting on and wanting them to get get this guy, you know. And they, of course, they did not, um, you know. And they they went on to, to whip us pretty good that night. But uh, 
anyway, so it's a couple of different uh, stories, definitely about that. And, and uh, I was doing, he was doing student teaching. I was uh, already teaching at Plainview and uh, we kind of just met through that. And, uh, you know, so we joke about, we met on the playground kind of a, but it was when we were really old. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's, you know, it's been uh it's been definitely a journey. You know, we have three kids now and, and a lot of different places like you, uh, you know, mentioned before moved around a, a few different times. And, uh, you know, he was at section for a while, had a really couple good years there with some great people, uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, really kind of give that football program a boost to, and, uh, uh, you know, just, just, you know, work that in with like the, the basketball so good, over there and, and, you know, really have like a, a camaraderie there, uh, you know, with the, with the baseball and everything too. And, and with a small school, that's kind of what you have to do, you know, I mean, you want to share those really awesome athletes and, and, uh, you know, that winning tradition and that kind of thing. So, and met just a ton of wonderful people and, and he loved it there. Uh, but, you know, we got, got the chance to go to Gunnersville and just kind of combine back as a family. Uh, it's tough, you know, when, when you both coach, it's, uh, uh, one teacher and one teacher coach. Uh, it's a little easier at times. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we overlap a lot and there has to be a lot of give and take. Um, but, you know, you hope uh, in, in a relationship like that, that there is some mutual respect also and some mutual kind of understanding that, that other people might not be able to give you uh, because they might not understand, you know, what it's like to be a coach and, uh, you know, be at school with your, your kids or, you know, have to put in the extra hours and those kinds of things. So, you know, that's kind of, I think what you, the, the possible good side of that, then the bad side is, you know, where in the world is supper coming from? Like what is happening? <laughs> Did anybody do the homework? <laughs> you know, during that overlap time, it's like, um, am I by myself? I don't, I don't know. Uh, or, you know, he's going, am I single dad? you know, what's going on, you know, so um, it definitely takes a village, and, and we, you know, have good, good grandparents on both sides, you know, that, that do a lot of help, helpful things there, and, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, over, over the years, you do grow to appreciate all the things that, uh, you know, initially might be a little harder, but, uh, but hopefully those become uh, kind of what holds you together, too, in the end. Uh, the next person I want to ask you about is, uh, Someone we've already talked about is Coach Mike Cochran. What does he mean to you? Uh, you know, what do you want to say? You know, um, I was asked to help write uh, part of the speech for the Hall of Fame, uh, you know, introduction for him. And uh, as I sat down to do that, um, you know, I'll probably get teared up. And I haven't talked to him in a while now, but um, we're so crazy and busy. But, uh, you know, I don't know that I – that I ever step foot on this campus or even maybe even coach a game without, you know, thinking about him. Um, he is just, you know, I have the most wonderful father in the world. Um, my dad is, is just an exception and has been my hero most of my life. And, uh, you know, I couldn't ask for better, but I will say that, you know, Mike Cochran is, uh, is as close to my heart as any, any person alive, I guess, you know, uh, outside of just my immediate family right there. And, and uh, uh, I cannot really even put into words what he means to me, just overall, um, the way that he pushed me, uh, everything he taught me, uh, 
things that he that he taught me that I didn't even know that he was teaching me maybe at the time. Uh, you know, things that uh, not just about basketball, but about life and 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 just you know just how to how to persevere and how how to win and how to be a success. You know, and how to to carry myself and and uh, and hold myself as that happened. You know, how to how to bring people together and how to be a teammate. Um, you know, I, I feel like my dad and Coach Cochran just kind of came together, and that's uh, it, it culminated, you know, in in that. And um, you know, then then the Lord taught me how to do it better, you know, after. But uh, um, but just that beginning of just understanding, you know, how how to play the game of basketball, how it works, and and to be somebody in this small town. Um, to go from coaching football and to eventually give that up, you know, to just pour into us, to the girls. And, and you know, and, and that's in the eighties uh, when that just didn't happen everywhere. Uh, even around here at that time, you know, early on there, um, just ahead of his time really. And, and, and we joked and laughed and, you know, said, well, he just treats us like a bunch of boys, you know, I mean, that's just <laughs> kind of what it is. And, uh, that he did do that, you know, that we were equal. He that had a good. lot of respect to me. Uh, yeah. To me, he treated you the same as if you were boys. Absolutely. It didn't matter to him. He treated you with that respect and that honor. And it was, it was, it was a special relationship. I, Absolutely. Coach it's Cochran is one of my favorite coaches. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, that, when you no. said that it just rang a bell with me. Yes, Absolutely. That, the dignity there, you know, I think like absolutely to just say to have him to say that and to have him to 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 say, you know, I'll set this other aside even at time, you know, and to really focus on and make that something that was such a source of pride, you know, for him and for the school and, and for us, you know, he just what what we had, he loaned us that, you know, he instilled it, that 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 dignity, that pride, that that worth and that um, just a relentless pursuit of that almost. Uh, great know? words for Coach Cochran right there. It's he's, a he's great example of who he is. And then the last one I want to bring up, you've already brought, you've already talked about your dad, uh, mm -hmm. Tommy Mace. Yeah. Um, gosh. And I know I'll tear up if I start talking too much about him. Um, you know, I, I don't – what do you say about the man? You know, he's still standing beside me. Um, he sits beside me. We go to we go to war and battle together for those girls and with the girls that we have. He's been uh, to most of the places that I've coached, you know, uh, when he could, for sure. Um, he stood beside me and, and when I was little, uh, you know, uh, with my little tight basketball goal or my, <laughs> you know, with my, my – first bike with no training wheels. Uh, he taught me how to drive a stick shift and a, a tractor and, uh, you know, joked about it at times, but, um, you know, I was the first before my brother and, you know, I know that, that he was excited to have a boy too, but again, it was one of those things where, you know, my dad always taught me and my mom both really, they always taught me that, you know, I deserve to have goals and dreams, 
and that that whatever I wanted to do that that was a good thing you know we're gonna act right we're gonna do right that's you know it was important oh, we're gonna have good grades we're gonna do but but we're also we're gonna set some high expectations for ourselves you know and whatever that is we're gonna go after it and we're gonna take steps we're gonna work and we're gonna work and we're gonna work and and, it, and we'll outwork somebody we will we will strive for perfection and we will we will do everything we can if we you know have to seek out somebody to help us to understand how to do it better we'll go to camps and and just the sacrifice that they made just just such selfless people my parents uh, and grandparents just to give when they didn't have it to give to make me a priority and my goals and my dreams a priority when they couldn't make anything that they needed or, or wanted, maybe even a priority at times for them to do that. Such an example, you know, um, for how I want to live my life, but how I fail, um, but, but how to treat people and that nobody is better than anybody else. You're not, but they're not better than you, but we will work and we'll be humble that we will work and we will go after it and then you will hold your head held. It, it will be a high pride that you will take, not because of who you are, but just because of, of, of what you have done and the journey that you've been and that you've persevered and that you can make it, that you can do. And you've done it in a way that has integrity and class. You know, those are the things that have come from my parents that, um, <laughs> I can't put into words how grateful I am. Well, the, the humble part, you have learned very well. Um, a quick story. Me and Luke and Shelly were sitting in his office when he was coach at section. You, y'all was in the middle of moving from one house to another. <laughs> he told us, he said, you know, I finally saw Heather's championship rings the other day. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I want to talk about it. And she does not talk about it, but I, well, we was packing up. I ran across her championship rings. Yeah. I mean, that, that is humble right there. <laughs> spouse don't even, you know, you don't, you don't even want to talk about it with your own spouse. That's, that's. <laughs> enough. Well, what I will say is that he's got one too now. And uh, when we moved back to five, he got to get one. And, uh, and our older of the two sons was on the field with him. Uh, and they've been, they were with him this past year as managers. And, uh, and I, I talk about that one a pretty good bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so I get to brag about that one a lot. Well, coach, first of all, Howie and I want to give you an open invitation. Anytime you want to come on here, you are one of my favorite people of all times. It's been, uh, it's been 25 years since I've seen you, but only 10 for you. So I'll, I'll not say that. <laughs> but uh, you were uh, a great player. But most of all, we respect you as a person. But tell us what we could do and tell everybody what they could do to help the girls basketball team at five. We got fundraisers going on, kind of planned, but no details yet. Or what, what, what do we got? We do definitely have um, that annual onion fundraiser, the onion sale, you know, that kind of stuff. That's that's kind of kicking off right now. I think we're about to get the papers out. Um, the Tip-Off Club runs that. We, we do have the Facebook pages, the Tip-Off Club uh, Facebook page. Then we have our uh, Lady Devil one, you know, that's just kind of more like our team. Uh, that kind of, we can post the pictures and not 
get on everybody's nerves, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but uh, we usually do like a rod of fundraisers and things like that. We've got a little kid camp that we're trying to plan right now. So, you know, just a lot of things we're trying to, to raise that excitement level, you know, so just get on social media, um, you know, watch out in the paper and that kind of thing. But definitely the social media, uh, stay connected with us, you know, and uh, just keep cheering those kids on every time you see them, uh, give them a pat on the back, tell them, you know, great things are coming and uh, that, that you're just proud of them for, for who they are and being a part of the program and really sacrificing and giving, you know, their lives and their time uh, to something that's bigger than, than them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Howie, final words or last question for coach. Coach, if you'll get us that information, we'll put it on our website, our social media okay. platform, get the word out for you. Uh, Coach, uh, can't thank you enough for taking the time. Uh, like Randy said, open invitation. If you're if you're willing to do it again, if we hadn't scared you off with yeah. uh, uh, we, <laughs> no. We, uh, like we said at the opening, we tried to get you on earlier, but a lot of stuff mm-hmm. was going on between you coaching and all the kids playing sports and. Yeah. You know, I'm at a lot of the games, keeping the clock. Randall's got his, you know, he's got a daughter and all this stuff. But And 738 podcasts, I think. Yeah. And so. Wow. Yeah, he, he's actually got, about three, but I like to be dramatic. That's yeah. uh, that's a pretty good number. I'm telling you, hey, three kids. Don't think it doesn't feel like 738. <laughs> I got one kid. And. The reason I have one kid because I didn't want two after I had the first one, so I was <laughs> stick with one. I, I'm gonna get to make all the mistakes on one kid and just leave it there. I know. Well, I joke about that. My brother's uh, almost eight years younger than me, so I'm like, "What did it take you guys that long to think? Hey, maybe we'll do okay with the next one." <laughs> I could get a do-over. I think I'd be better. Go ahead, Howie. I derailed you. But anyway, anyway, thank you for showing up. Thank you for doing this. Uh, we'd love to have you back maybe sometime during the summer after you possibly went to some teen caps and yeah. give us a preview of what the Lady Devils will look like this upcoming season. Absolutely. That sounds great. We'll be busy this summer with camp, and uh, I'd love to give you an update after we get back and kind of tell you what to look forward to. Hey, this door is literally uh, – I'm telling you what. Paul Benefield open this door anytime he wants to. All you gotta do is text me and say, you know, but coach, we 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 you're one of the one of the people we've long wanted to go on here. Thank you very much. And again, uh anytime, any place you want to do a show, we got you. Uh maybe during the season we can get some score updates, how we get some stuff flowing. Um, that would be absolutely great. Coach, uh, any last words before we let you go that anything you want to send a shout out to or just uh, I want to thank you guys again, you know, for the opportunity to come on. Um, you know, I think uh, it's great to be back home. There is some pressure like you talked about. Uh, but, you know, walking walking the same halls and, and seeing my kids do the same thing and uh, seeing those faces walking in the gym. I just want to thank all the people who have been, you know, supportive during all this and uh, and the trials to come back during all the COVID and all the just all the the craziness at times that we've had uh we've had some people who have really just stuck beside us and and the community as in a whole has been just wonderful and and i want to thank them and and just to take the opportunity to just thank god for allowing all the good and the bad you know it just makes us stronger and and it and it proves our journey and a bigger testimony at the end so you know i just i'll leave everybody with that so whatever 
whatever you're going through and whatever uh, might come, you know, uh, there's always hope. Coach, thank you very much. And again, God had a different plan calling you home. So that's right. You, you know it. That smile tells me. Howie Cheney, <laughs> we will see you next week again. And uh, for Randall Cunningham, Howie Cheney, Coach Powell, the Five Lady Devils, Basketball Cream, my 12-year-old daughter who just now decided to slam every door in the house. That's a special gift for everybody on the way out. Good night and God bless.